this is uh, the 245th episode of uh, 200 on private equity. And here, uh, I'm going to be picking up uh, where I left off with uh, broker-dealer uh, record-keeping responsibilities, right? Uh, and uh, if any of the uh, aforementioned functions that I mentioned in the previous podcast is performed by a third party, uh, the business continuity plan for the fund should include a description of the outsourced function, a description of the entity that performs it, and uh, the uh, list of the relationship uh, to the broker-dealer of the entity who performed the function. Uh, introducing broker-dealers uh, uh, rely on a, a clearing broker-dealer uh, to perform many of the functions that Rule 4370 requires. Uh, generally speaking, the clearing broker-dealer will provide trade execution, clearance, settlement, and custody services to the introducing broker-dealer. The business continuity plan of an introducing broker-dealer must explain which functions are performed uh, by the clearing broker-dealer and how these services would be impacted uh, by business disruptions, right? Uh, and that concludes uh, what I have to say for now on a broker-dealer uh, record uh, compliance. Let me talk a bit now about uh, capital acquisition brokers, right? So, uh, of course, this is uh, covered in the FINRA rules, right? So, our PEMC and uh, IB listeners uh, should have some familiarity with this. So, capital acquisition broker rule 016 defines a capital acquisition broker as a broker that engages solely in one or more of the following activities, uh, advising an issuer or a private fund on its securities offerings or other capital raising activities, uh, advising a company on its purchase or sale of a business or assets, or corporate restricting, uh, uh, including uh, going uh, transactions that involve the firm going private, divestitures or mergers, uh, uh, activities that involve advising a company on its selection of an investment bank, activities that involve a firm assisting in the preparation of uh, off offering materials on the issuer's behalf, activities that involve the firm providing fairness opinions, valuation services, expert testimony, litigation support, and negotiation and structuring services, uh, activities that involve the firm qualifying, identifying, soliciting, or acting as a placement agent or finder for an issuer regarding an unregistered sale of uh, newly issued securities to institutional investors or on behalf of a controlled person uh, regarding a change in control of a privately uh, held company, uh, or activities that involve a firm affecting securities transactions solely uh, on uh, the transfer of ownership and control of a privately held company through purchase, sale, exchange, issuance, repurchase, or redemption of, uh, or a business combination involving company securities or assets to a buyer that will actively operate uh, the company or the business connected with the company assets in accordance and in accordance uh, with the terms and conditions of an SEC rule, release, interpretation, or no action letter uh, that permits a person to engage in these activities without having to register as a broker or dealer under a Section 15B of the Exchange Act. Right, so uh, that's a mouthful there. Uh, the definition of a capital acquisition broker here specifically excludes uh, any firm uh, that carries or acts as an introducing broker for customer accounts, uh, firms that hold or handle customer funds or securities, uh, firms that accept uh, orders from customers to purchase or sell securities either as a principal or agent uh, for the customer, uh, firms that have the investment discretion on behalf of uh, any customer to engage in transactions, uh, firms that engage in proprietary securities trading or uh, market-making activity, firms that participate in or maintain an online platform for uh, unregistered offerings of securities under Regulation uh, uh, A of the Securities Act, 
uh, or uh, firms that affect securities transactions that will require the firm to report the transaction under FINRA rules, uh, rules 6300 uh, uh, series, uh, 6400, uh, uh, the 6500 series, 6700 series, 7300 series, or 7400 series. Uh, luckily, uh, Capital Acquisition Broker Rule uh, 116B includes procedures uh, for existing uh, FINRA firms uh, to change their status to uh, Capital Acquisition Broker. Uh, if uh, an existing firm is already approved to engage uh, in uh, Capital Acquisition Broker activities and the firm does not intend to change its existing owner ownership, control, or business operations, uh, the firm is not required to file a new membership application or a continuing member application. The firm must, however, uh, file a request to amend its membership agreement or obtain a membership agreement to provide that both the firm's activities will be limited to those permitted for capital acquisition brokers under Capital Acquisition Broker Rule uh, 016C and that the firm agrees to comply uh, with the Capital Acquisition Broker Rules. Uh, and that concludes this 245th episode uh, of 200 on private equity, not, of course, showing at the possibility of bonus sessions. One last note, you know, uh, I, I said um, about uh, four minutes in that luckily uh, uh, Capital Acquisition Broker Rule uh, 116B includes procedures uh, for firms to change their status to Capital Acquisition uh, Broker firms. Uh, perhaps uh, uh, there might need to be a re-examination of that, right, because uh, more disclosure uh, and more compliance is uh, always, always good, uh, in most cases, right, unless it's honors. Uh, and that concludes, and, and with that, I'll actually conclude this 245th episode of 200.